0: Welcome back to the Golf Shop. Mark Greenhouse, Matt Blanchard, Zach Ryan, live at Skybrook Golf Club. Grand reopening today. Members, The members get a preview Thursday and Friday. Everybody's welcome to come out and play. If you uh, want to sign up for tee time, uh, skybrookgolf.com. Memberships are still available. Running out fast, from what I understand. Yes, they are. <laughs> Oh, anyway, uh, this segment's brought to you by charlottepublicgolf.com. That's where every member of the family will find great deals on golf, miniature, par 3, executive, or 18-hole championship courses. Get them all at charlottepublicgolf.com. Joining us now, he is the 49th inductee to the Carolinas PGA Hall of Fame, and he is also the director emeritus of the Methodist Professional Golf Management Program. Jerry Hogg joins us. Jerry, welcome into the golf Good shop. Morning, Jerry. Gentlemen. How are you this morning? I'm great. Great. a good
1: day. Good day to play golf.
0: Yes, it is. Yes, it's it gorgeous. is. It certainly is. Uh, so, uh, obviously, a great honor to be inducted into the Carolina's PGA Hall of Fame. Uh, how long you been hanging out over there at Methodist University? Uh,
1: hanging out for 32 years, starting the year 33.
0: <laughs> oh, man, I tell you what. I had, a, uh, I had a, a friend of mine from up in Massachusetts that went to Methodist years and it seems like eons ago now. He played on the golf team down there. So uh, you guys have had a great program for quite a while. Yeah, we have. We've been very blessed.
1: Uh, fortunate to the men and the women both have won many, many national championships at the Division Three level. So uh, good golfers and uh, good program.
0: Gary, when did the uh, when did the uh, golf management program start there at Methodist? The program
1: started in 1986
0: by Dr. Jim Suddy,
1: and Dr. Suddy was the PGA uh, National Teacher of the Year a few years ago. He's and based in Chicago now, and I came in 1987, and so, wow. uh, so we so, started so... the program then.
0: So talk to us a little bit about the program. If there's uh, some, uh, some high school kids or even some college kids that are interested in getting into the, the PGA profession, uh, what, what are they going to learn in this program, and, uh, and uh, what, are we, what are you teaching them?
1: Well, I think the main thing, the PGA has a, has a, its own curriculum. And in our program, uh, the students can get a business administration degree a financial economics degree, a marketing degree, those type of degrees with a concentration uh, attached with golf management. So when they finish school, they finish their. They get a college diploma, they've done 16 months of internship, and they've taken a series of courses and uh, accredited tests to uh, become a member of the PGA. And the, the, you have to have a 12 handicap or better to get in the program. And unfortunately, in the Carolinas, we have five of the programs out of the 18 in the United States.
2: Wow. I read that uh, you had a couple goals coming in, uh, Jerry, and, and one of them was to build a golf course. Uh, there wasn't exactly. a golf course for the PGA students. That's, that was your, your top goal. And uh, tell me tell me about that and how that came about.
1: Well, when, when I when I came to Mathis, math I asked the president, Elton Hendricks, at that time, uh, if he could ever envision us building a building or building a golf course. He said, no, we never going to build a building. we never going to build a golf course. <laughs> and so I said to him, do you have the ability to change your mind? <laughs> he said, sure. And uh, so we started uh, in 1988. We built the putting green. Uh, then we built three holes in 1990. The students designed them. Uh, then we built a, One year we just built one hole. Then we built a couple more. We eventually got up to nine. Mm-hmm. And then we brought in an architect, Ross Forbes from Maine, and he designed nine more holes. And we have a 18-hole golf course. Exclusively for the golf management students. Wow! So that's, it's been that's uh, fantastic. It's been really interesting. It's a beautiful golf course. Uh,
0: I'm I'm curious. What did the uh, What did the designer think of the uh, the existing nine holes and and how the students had done?
1: Well, the, the designer it, when he saw the first three holes, he wanted to know who did them, uh, and we told him that the students had had designed them. He says they're not a bad design and. He made some slight adjustments mm-hmm. around the green complex, uh, and uh, we still play those holes today. Uh,
0: wow. We
1: still play the original nine uh, holes. So it's, wow. Uh, we ch- we yeah. changed them up a little bit and so that they flow better, but so we play part of the old nine and part of the new nine. They all got mixed together to give 18 holes. matter of fact, today, the men and the women uh, and all the students that want to try out for the golf team, they have been qualifying uh, for the next three days to see who's going to be the uh, participants in the golf team this year.
0: So for for you, uh, obviously you, you got a call about uh, the induction into the Carolina's PGA Hall of Fame. And uh, talk to us how all that all went down.
1: I got a phone call from Mr. Harmon at the Succession Club in South Carolina, and he says, Jerry, uh, this is the old pro, and I I just want to uh, tell you you've been the 49th person selected to go into the Carolinas Hall of Fame. Needless to say, I was shocked, and he put it in perspective he said, I want you to know who the first person to go into the Hall of Fame was, and that was Donald Ross. And wow. at that point, uh, <laughs> I felt like I didn't deserve to be in that group of people. Well, uh, but it's quite an honor. Uh,
2: but, but, but what I've read about you, Jerry, is you certainly deserve it. I mean, you've been instrumental. Oh, thank you. Well, absolutely. I mean. Uh, the, a lot the of accolades. fun well and, and it's a credit to you and and how you conduct your life and i think that's awesome
0: thank you well and and, you. and jerry i'm going to say too that the that one of the reasons why people get elected to hall of fames is because they they don't think that they deserve to be in hall of fames and, right. and and the humbling aspect of it and you know you 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 look at things is that you're just trying to do things to help others out and and do what's right and and that's what gets you the uh the credits to be able to be elected to the Hall of Fame. Thank you. I
1: uh, I I uh, told my wife when we came back to Carolina, I said uh, we're gonna be here three years. Uh, <laughs> I, I made a bad judgment in in <laughs> my math, uh, but uh, it's been how, how long is it now? In, how,
2: how long is it now in in Carol in Carolina?
1: Uh, 33 years years. and then I did I did my undergraduate work at Elon okay uh, when it was Elon College so uh, I've spent uh, 37 years in the state of North Carolina wow out of my 72 so
0: so, so it was really just three and another three. So, technically yeah, we kind of right.
1: Another three. I just didn't do math very well. Uh, yeah. Ask some of those college professors I had; they'll tell you the same thing. Uh, one thing I think was unique about our program: uh, I had five goals when I came, and you've already spoke about two of them: build a building, build a golf course. But, uh, we made every student write their resume every semester and still do. And I promised every kid that we'd get them a job when they graduated.
2: Wow. And
1: if they wanted to go in the golf industry and, uh, and then to get accredited by the PGA and that took from 1987 to 1999 to, to get accredited. But, uh, the places that our young men and women work today, uh, I, I'm just, I pinch myself from Baltus Rall to Oakmont to, to Pine Valley, all head professionals at those clubs, Augusta National, and then we have oh, approximately 30 people that work for their cushioning company Titleist and Fudula, So Wow.
2: Mm-hmm. As, a, as a 64-year-old, Jerry, do you think I could come and roll in, in this program? <laughs> sure. may, yeah. Maybe end it, up at the custom national. You'd be fine. <laughs> hey, you'd be
1: younger than
0: me. <laughs> uh, well, it, I, I guess it is probably amazing over the years, uh, you know, how the game has uh, has morphed and, and how the equipment has morphed. And uh, it's just – for me, it's always amazing to see these younger players. And, you know, th- thinking back to – you know, I went to Clemson University. I walked on at Clemson University, and and you know the the deer in headlights look, and and you know the the, the polished of the players back then, and the polish of the players now. It's night and day, isn't it?
1: Oh, it's unbelievable! It's unbelievable. Uh, uh, hearing you say that you went to Clemson and walked on. My son went to Clemson uh, and to, became a chemical engineer, uh, and. He had his mother's brain, and today he designs golf balls.
2: So. Really? <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know, and he, he he still got that tiger blood in him too. So right. Uh, congratulations on that big win the other night.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> it's a. It's uh, it is football season, but yeah, it's it's just amazing. I mean, you watch, uh, you know, and you watch it on the LPGA Tour. You got uh, twelve-year-olds making uh, debuts at at golf tournaments on the LPGA Tour. You got these kids coming out of college and uh, and and winning the U.S. Amateur and and turning pro immediately and going out there and being able to compete and just the the amount of opportunity for kids these days in the in the game of golf is just incredible.
1: They hit it so far. (laughs) Yeah, they do, Michael. You know, I, I'm. I'm I, when I when I started in the game, you still had them wooden clubs and ballada balls. And, sure. Uh, it's, it's totally different today.
0: Yeah, but we could we could move that ballada ball, couldn't we, with that wooden club?
1: Well, yeah, the only problem is you make one bad swing, you cut it in half. Cut it.
2: And cut it in half. <laughs> Jerry, I've always said if you looked at it wrong, it would cut. That's
1: right. That's exactly You could do it with your fingernail. Who's kidding who? Uh, I don't know. But uh, the, the, the golf ball has changed. The equipment's changed. Uh, when I started in golf, uh, you know, you had a 52 degree pitching wedge and a 56 degree sand wedge, really? and that was it.
2: And still, and I play that. Got, That's I, I have not done a 60 at all ever.
1: And so you know, now we got everything from and a, a, a nine iron. Uh, when I started in golf, was uh, forty-eight degrees. I think it's now forty-three. Right.
0: So right. that's why. That's one of the reasons they're hitting the ball further. Oh yeah. But I mean yet, all the, all the science that goes into it now.
2: Yet on the PGA Tour, Jerry, the stroke average from way back then to now is only less than a stroke. I think. I think it's it hasn't changed. Yeah, no, that's
1: that much. that's probably true. Yeah, it's probably true. But uh, we had years ago. We had Mo Norman uh, come <laughs> to school. Wow. Uh, and uh, He he made the comment that he thought we'd see the day somebody shot 56 under par, and uh, we're not not
0: far. We're only two strokes away from that. That's right.
1: That's exactly right. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable.
0: Man, I tell you, well, Jerry, congratulations on being named uh, to the Carolinas PGA Hall of Fame as the 49th inductee, and. you know, we appreciate that all that you've done for for the game of golf here in the Carolinas, and and will continue to do, and the legacy that you will uh, leave when you decide to retire from doing it. <laughs> and uh, again, thanks for joining us on the show.
1: Thank you very much. You gentlemen have a wonderful day.
0: Thank you, Jerry.
1: Thanks a lot.